Hey everybody, thanks so much for joining with us tonight. I uh, want you to know uh, tonight uh, that tonight the Lord wants you to know uh, the only true God, God the one and only, uh, God the three in one, God of the Bible, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, uh, wants you to know tonight uh, that He loves you. And John 3.16 is 100% absolutely true. He so loved you that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever, whosoever meaning Joy and I, whosoever meaning you, uh, whosoever meaning Tanner, who's somewhere here with us, whosoever meaning all of you uh, who are watching, that God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. That's how much God loves us. That's how much He loves you. I wanted to read to you First uh, John chapter 3 tonight, one of my favorite passages of Scripture, again just talks to us of the love of God for us, the rich, deep love that God has for us that is so wide and long and high and deep, Ephesians 3, that it surpasses understanding. Let's read First John 3, starting at verse 1. How great is the love the Father has lavished on us. Don't you love that? I love that lavished on us. This great love of God that He has lavished upon us that we should be called children of God. Yes. And that is what we are. By the way, these are exclamation points here in Scripture that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. It is exciting. And that is what we are. We are children of God. This great love that He's lavished upon us that has made us His children. Then it goes on and says, The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know Him. Dear friends, now we are children of God. Let me just add in here, not children of this world. We are children of God. Of God. And what we will be has not yet been made known, but when we know that when uh, He appears, now I got, I lost my place (laughs) to look far here, but we know that when He appears, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. Talks to us of Uh, of uh, when Jesus returns and that when we see Him, uh, we're going to be changed to be like He is, for we're going to see Him for who He is. Verse 3, everyone who has this hope in Him purifies himself just as He is pure. The love of God for us that He sent His only Son that we would not perish but have everlasting life and when Jesus comes for us comes for his children that we are because of the love of the father lavished upon us that we will be caught up with him and we will see him as he is and we will be like him and all of these hopes that we have affect our lives so that we begin now uh, to repent and change and transform and purify ourselves. The love of God is just transforming our lives. Let's, let's pray tonight, and as we pray, 
uh, let's just thank him uh, for his love and declare uh, his love and open up ourselves to uh, the work of the loving Father in our lives in our time together tonight. Lord, we thank you uh, for your rich, great love uh, for us that you have lavished upon us. Thank you for reminding us tonight, Lord, that you love us, that we are your children, that you have a plan and a purpose for our lives, that, that you want to be together with us as family is together forever and ever, that we're going to be changed and transformed. Lord, thank you for reminding us that you've already begun that changing process in our lives. And we just give you tonight, Lord, our time together. We open up our hearts to you. And we say, uh, loving Father, come and love on us tonight in any way that you need to. We are open to receive uh, the, the loving work of our loving Heavenly Father upon our lives. We pray that you would speak to us, and that you'd mold us, that you'd change us, that you'd get in our business if you need to. But tonight, Lord, that we'd meet with you, that we'd hear from you, that we'd be changed by you. We pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Yes. Amen. We are, uh, for one more Wednesday night here, going to talk about some of the wonderful camp memories and camp moments that we have had uh, in the past. And uh, one of the, we talked last week about about, uh, the, the, uh, that worship breaks out Mm. at every uh, camp. And one of the other things that happens at every camp, which goes along with that, is we have have at every camp I've ever been to, uh, have been so greatly blessed with the presence of the Lord. Mm. I mean, the Lord just shows up and blesses us with His presence and meets with us. Uh, And and one particular time, and there's so many, but one that really stood out to us uh, was at camp, at at Emerge Camp uh, in 2017, I believe, Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we were at Camp Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Did I get the name right? Mm-hmm. I was for, yeah. yeah, Camp Baldwin. Yeah. Um, and it was a great camp. I mean, the food wasn't that good, uh, and there were a, there were a lot of gnats. Uh, but <laughs> but it didn't stop the presence of God. The presence of the Lord showed up yeah. and met with us. Yeah. And I believe it was on the last night of camp, Thursday mm-hmm. night. We just had such a visitation of the presence of the Lord. Yeah. And one of the things that happened is that is that the Lord just prophetically stirred us to begin to proclaim mm. God's plans and purposes yes. over the kids at camp, right. over people that weren't there at camp, yeah. over whoever he moved on yeah. us to, to just proclaim over them and declare the word of the Lord yes. over their lives. Yeah. And it was a powerful, powerful, powerful. Uh, mm-hmm. moment. Uh, and it is something that I think we need to be reminded of mm-hmm. because as the people of God, yeah. we need to be proclaiming yes. the word of the Lord yes. and we need to be uh, declaring the goodness and the blessings of the Lord yeah. over one another. Right. It's so powerful yeah. and so life-giving. Yeah. You had some great thoughts and insights uh, on on what that looks like. Right. I think we forget how powerful the Word of God is. Like, yes. the Word of God is power. Like, it's literally our weapon. <laughs> and like so, a sword or something, A right? sword or something. Yeah. That's it. Now, I wanted to go to Hebrews 4.12 uh, just to kind of kick it off here. <laughs> but uh, we forget this. We forget this, but Hebrews 4.12 says this, For the word of God is alive and active. Mm. It's the only book on the planet Earth from the beginning of time to now and in the future that is alive. 
It is literally alive. It's sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit. You got something going on in your heart, in your mind. You know, it can penetrate to that. It can even penetrate to the joints and marrow. So you got something going on in your body. The Word of God can penetrate to that. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. The Word of God is power. It's powerful. And Christians, as Christians, I don't think we use it like we should, you know. And uh, so I just kind of wanted to share with you kind of how how Lydia and I have been using it over the past couple of nights. Um, And this is this to me is just shows you how powerful God's word is and, and how we need to use it more. But she's had a hard time sleeping over, you know, just over this week, just, just having a hard time going to sleep. And so, um, I, she wants me to come in there and I go in there to her room and she said, mama, will you read my Bible to me? And I said, yeah, babe, I'll read your Bible <laughs> to you. And so we sit down, you know, she's got this nice little lamp going on. It's just real peaceful. And, and so I sit down and she wanted me to start reading. Uh, she, all of our names are in the book, in the Bible. And so she wanted to start with Jude. She wanted to read the book of Jude. So we read the book of Jude. And uh, then she wanted to read about Elizabeth in the Bible. You know, this is each night. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she wanted us to find Lydia in the Bible, which Lydia is in the Bible. Yes, and then she said, okay, Mom, and tomorrow night we're going to read about joy. And so, you know, we found joy and, and talked about the fruits of the Spirit yeah. and, and all that. But as we began to read the Word of God, her little spirit just settled down. Peace filled the room. And she was able to go to sleep yes. because God's Word changes the act. And it's so important. I think, you know, we read it um, to ourselves and we, you know, have it meditate in in our hearts. But whenever we speak it and we're speaking it in somebody else's presence or we're speaking it about someone, I think that power goes out of our mouth and that sound coming out of our mouth just makes a difference. Mm. You know, when we are wanting to activate the word of God and and make a difference in somebody's life, it's got to come out of our mouth. Yes. You know, and so just in doing that with Lydia over the past, maybe week, um, and it's like she can't go to sleep now without reading the yes. word of God, and That's which good. is so good. good yeah, and I just know times in my life where I needed the word of God, and that was the only thing that would help me. You know, whether it was, uh, you know, when I'm sick, when I was sick, or not being able to sleep, or just need an answer, go to the Word mm-hmm. of God. It is power, yes. and it's God's God's weapon that He's given us. Um, so I kind of wanted. I was talking to my mom this today, and she just kind of we were talking about this, and she told me something, and it, an illustration just came to my mind when she, we were talking about this. So I wanted to illustrate it, and hopefully it will help us in knowing how we can um, use the Word of God. Yes. So we were talking about the Word of God and how it's alive and active. Well, we were talking about how food can be alive. Some food can be alive. Well, processed food is what um, some nutritionists call is dead food. So processed food is dead food. So I've got me a good old box of little Debbies here, dead Donut food. Sticks. Love them, you know. But I hate to call it dead food, but it's it's dead food. It's yummy, you know. Just killing it for me. I know. I'm sorry. I know you love oatmeal cream pies. But Are they processed good? food is dead food, right? Well, vegetables and fruit are alive. They actually, when you eat alive food, it gives enzymes into your body that's activated in your body, and it causes your cells in your body to come alive. Hmm. This has God's DNA on it. 
which I think is really cool. He spoke this into existence. <laughs> and it has God's DNA on it. And so when we eat fruits and vegetables, it activates our cells inside of our bodies and they become alive because they need that alive food. And so I was thinking a lot of times our, our spiritual, now I'm going, you know, we shouldn't eat these all the time, just physically. I mean, it's okay to have one every now and then, right? Yes. But I want to convert this to spiritual, our spiritual life. So a lot of times, especially nowadays, we can just eat, eat, eat on news. We can eat, eat, eat on Facebook feeds. We can eat, eat, eat on Instagram. We can eat, eat, eat social media, TikTok, Snapchat, whatever. You know, we can eat that. And that is dead food for our spiritual life. Yes. You know, even friends in our lives can, ha can be dead food. You know, we can listen to friends that influence us sometimes. And they, if they don't got the word of God in them, then they're giving us dead food. And so this is, you know, we need to make sure that we have a continuous diet of the Word of God. Mm. Because when we eat the Word of God, yes. it's alive and it's active and it activates our spirit, man, you know, and activates what we need to hear and what we need to speak, yes. you know. So I wanted to make that um, comparison there because when we have the Word of God in us, then we're going to be able to declare over other people the power and the alive word of God to them. Yes. A lot of times when in our relationships, you know, we want, we just speak whatever comes out flesh wise, <laughs> you, know? Um, you know, whether it's a, a husband and wife, you know, or whether it's child, parent, child, you know, those relationships, um, you know, a lot of times we just want to, whatever comes out of our mouth is, is you know, not going to be life a live food mm -hmm. unless we've been eaten on the word of God. Mm -hmm. When we eat on the word of God, that's what's going to be coming out of our mouth. Yes. Um, Jesus said in John 6, 48, go there with me, John 6, 48, we can actually eat of Jesus. Jesus says he is the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, yet they died. But here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which anyone may eat and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. When we eat of Jesus, we are eating of the bread of life. Mm. So when the bread of life is in us, then the bread of life is going to come out of us. Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. And uh, so... So I also wanted to go into John 7. So turn there with me, John 7. You just have to flip over one chapter there. But John 7, 37 through 38, Jesus says this too. On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has says, rivers of living water will flow from within them. Yes. And so if we're eating of Jesus, if we're drinking of Jesus, then rivers of living water are going to be coming out of us. Yes. You know? And so when I, you know, when I speak to my child, I'm going to make faith declarations. I'm going to make God declarations. Right? Yes. And whenever I speak to you, I'm going to make faith declarations. When I, when I think about somebody that, that just drives me crazy or irritates me or annoys me, speak faith declarations. Because if it's going, if we are eating of this, then a lot of words are going to be coming out and it makes a difference in the atmosphere. Yes. And so I just wanted to make, you know, make that comparison because Proverbs 18, 21 says this, the tongue has the power of life and death. And those who love it 
will eat its fruit. So we have got to, when we speak, words of life have got to be coming out of our mouth. Yes, amen. And, um, you know, when we have the opportunity that, you know, maybe you drive me crazy sometime and, you know, <laughs> I got to speak sometime. the words. I don't, I can't say, you know, you drive me crazy, you stupid idiot. You know, you can't, <laughs> that's not words of life, people. Or, Just or, in case you're wondering. or yeah. if you're talking to your friends about your husband or if you're talking to somebody about your spouse, then you don't need to be dissing them or putting them down. Words of life need to be coming out of your mouth. Um, whenever you're training your children, words of life need to be coming out of your mouth. Yes. Um, some of the some of the most sad and powerful moments I've had at camp is when a young child would come to me and say, "Will you please pray for me that my mom and dad will be saved?" Mm-hmm. And I pray that there. I pray we pray and we hold hands and we pray for their parents' salvation. You know, and I know there's some kids out there who are praying for their parents' salvation. And I've actually heard from kids' mouths one, one or two times, my parent will never change. They will never change. Yeah. And that is not words of life. We've got to speak God's Amen. word because yes. it is alive and it is active yes. and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. And so I just want to end um, this with Isaiah 55, 10 through 11. Go there and turn there with me. And I want you to hear what God says about his word. Let this just sink on you and rest on you as I read this. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. We talked about the fruit. We talked about the living bread of life. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. God's word goes out and it accomplishes what he says. And if we will read the promises of God and speak the promises of God, those words have to obey what God says. That's right. And it does not return to him empty. It achieves the purpose for which he sent it. And so when we're thinking about making faith declarations over others or blessing others, in order to do that, we have got to have the living word of God inside of us so that it comes out of us. So I just wanted to make that, um, you know, that illustration of how, you know, we need to have God's word in us for it to come out. And uh, just be careful, people of God, who you are listening to. Mm -hmm. Be careful what you are watching. Be careful who you who you allow to influence your heart and your mind, because what influences and what what you have in your heart and your mind is going to come out of your mouth. And there's power and there's life of power of life and death in your tongue. So let us just be a a guard and a watchkeeper of what, what we're looking at and listening to. Yes. So help us to kind of apply that. That that old song's true. Yeah. Be Uh, careful. Be careful. Little. Yeah. yeah. Be careful. Little (laughs) eyes. What you you see. Yeah. And be careful, little ears, what you hear. That's right. Right, because the Father up above yes. is looking down in love. Yes. So be careful, little mouth, what you say. I think I added that yeah. in there. Yeah, you just change too. it up as we go, right there. Yeah, but yeah. that too. Yes. Uh, so true. Uh, so good. It's so uh, very important 
that we understand how powerful our mouths are, uh, and it's so very important that we are uh, declaring over one another the promises of God, the will of God, the Word of God, and that we are proclaiming over one another the blessings of the Lord. I mean, like you pointed out, we need to be doing this over our husbands, over our wives, over our children, over our family members, over our church family, over our lost friends and family and neighbors. We need to proclaim to our relationships and declare over them, make God declarations over them, and proclaim over them the blessings of the Lord. So powerful. We need this in the family. We so need this in the church. And we see this very clearly in Scripture. Um, Just some other uh, scriptures that really kind of say a lot of the same things that Joy uh, has said uh, right there. Uh, One of them is James uh, chapter uh, 3. You're probably familiar with this. This is James' uh, powerful chapter on the tongue and on the power uh, of the tongue. He talks about how powerful the tongue is to direct a ship uh, or, mm. or, or like, like a rudder directs a ship or, 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 a, or a bit uh, directs a, a horse, uh, how powerful the tongue is to direct the course of our lives. And one of the things that we're saying tonight is that not only does our tongue direct the course of our own lives, but it can powerfully infa- impact definitely. and direct the course yes. of someone else's life yes. as well. And this is what James says, James chapter 3, I'm going to start reading here in verse 7. It says, All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and creatures of the sea are being tamed and have been tamed by men, by mankind, but no man can tame the tongue. But mankind hasn't tamed the tongue, hasn't been able to tame the tongue, and is not able to tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. The tongue is out of control. It's a wild creature. It's a wild animal. And and unless you get some help, you're not going to be able to tame your tongue on your own. So, so in declaring the word of the Lord and the blessings of the Lord, you know, first, I think Joy pointed this out, you need to eat of Jesus. You need to drink of Jesus. You need to give your heart to the Lord. You need to surrender your tongue to Him because He is the only one who can tame the tongue. So your life surrendered to Jesus and filled with the Holy Spirit. Now there's some hope for our words. Now there's some hope for for speaking life. And and then it goes on into verse 9. It says, With the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse mankind who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing, brothers and sisters. This should not be. That with our with our mouth we're worshiping the Lord, and then we're turning around and cursing one another. James clearly points out to us that this is not God's will for us, that this is not His plan for the family, for the marriage, for the church. It's not what He wants for us. 
that if we are going to be praising Him and worshiping Him, if we are His, then out of our mouth does not come curses, but out of our mouth comes the Word of the Lord, out of our mouth comes blessing, that we need to be blessing one another. Verse 11 says, Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. Uh, so this is just, you know, you know James here uh, teaching us uh, what he learned from Jesus, what we learned from Jesus in Luke chapter uh, 6 where he says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth uh, speaks that what is inside of us is what's going to come out of us. You know, what Joy has been saying to us here uh, with, this, with this fruit analogy is so powerful and it is so uh, true that, that if we're not careful what's going in, What's coming into us, then, then there's going to be a lot of difficulty in being in control of what is of what is coming out of us. But what it says here to us is that is that it talks about this fresh water and and this spring of water that our mouth can be yeah. a a fountain of life. Yeah. It's uh, Proverbs uh, thirteen. 11, uh, that the mouth of the of the righteous is a fountain. Of life, it's what it's what Jesus said there that that rivers of living water, yes. that verse that you use, are coming out of our mouth to bless and to nourish and to change and transform. Yes, out of it can come poisonous, destructive things, mm-hmm. or out of our mouth can be a river of living water that is that is changing our lives and changing the lives of others. That is a blessing to everyone around them. So. You know, so we so we've got to have our lives surrendered to Jesus. Yes. We need to be filled with the Holy That's Spirit. Right. You know, we've got to be, as you already said beautifully, we've got to be partaking of mm-hmm. the Word mm-hmm. of the Lord. Yeah. And then something else that I would point out to you uh, is is something that we've seen happen at camp. Mm-hmm. It's the presence of the Lord. Yes. You've got to be every day in the presence of the Lord. You've got to live and move in the presence of the Lord. It's so interesting to me that in our evening services, when the presence of the Lord descends upon Mm -hmm. us, that what happens, it's like all the walls are broken Mm -hmm. down. It's like love fills the room. And and we begin to just naturally, in the presence of the Lord, proclaim over one another the Word of God and to bless one another. And we see kids... Like with the walls broken down, and they'll just gravitate towards one another and <laughs> and and hug mm-hmm. and weep and bless one another mm-hmm. and proclaim the word of the Lord over right. one another. And we don't. Yeah. It's not like we start out and say, "Okay, we're going to worship." Yeah. And then and then everybody around the altar, sometime in the worship, you just begin to pray for one another mm-hmm. and proclaim the word of the Lord over one another and bless one another. It just happens. Right. In the right. presence yes. of the Lord. Yeah. And if we will make the presence of the Lord a priority in our lives, it's so going to help us. Mm-hmm. We can't even hardly help ourselves. We will just then begin to bless and begin to proclaim the word of the Lord yes. over others because the presence of the Lord just brings it out of us mm-hmm. because it's what He's doing. That's right. It's what He wants to do. Yeah. wants to bless wants to proclaim over us His purposes and plans for uh, our lives. Uh, pretty interesting and very relevant scripture for all of this 
is found in Numbers, Numbers chapter 6, where uh, Aaron and his sons, the priests, were given a blessing that they were to proclaim Mm -hmm. over the people of God. We're pretty familiar with this one recently in the church because this is, uh, some of this is where uh, Carrie Job uh, and... um, and who who was all involved in Clarity, that? Carrie her husband, her husband and, um, and Elevation Worship. Elevation Worship yeah. in, in bringing together the song, mm-hmm. uh, the, the blessing, blessing mm-hmm. that has been such a blessing in this yeah, time. Where during this time. It has directed mm-hmm. us to uh, to bless uh, one another right. and to and and to and to proclaim the blessings of the Lord over uh, one another. Yes. This song comes out of this passage of scripture in Numbers mm-hmm. uh, chapter 6 uh, and uh, kind of a cool uh, thing here before we get into the scriptures is you know sometimes we'll play this in the house yeah. or often yeah. we'll play this <laughs> in the house and, and one night it was it was playing in the house and the kids were in the room with us and we were yeah. all just watching it on YouTube we were actually yeah. watching them sing it and singing along uh, the blessing and I happened to look over at Joy and, and and as one of the singers is proclaiming this blessing she just got her hand pointed out to Lydia and just with Carrie Joe proclaiming the blessing of the Lord over Lydia's life and then she just shifted her hand over to Jude probably didn't even know I was watching and just with the song proclaim the blessing of the Lord over Jude's life we need to do this there's power when we do this. Yes. There's power in our tongues. There's power when we mm-hmm. bless mm-hmm. one another. And there's power when we proclaim the word of the Lord right. over one another. And the enemy knows this. Yeah. The enemy knows there's power in our tongue. That's why he can that's why if he can get us to use it to speak death, <laughs> mm-hmm. he is. There's power in that. Too. That's right. Not there's the power, power we want. Not the power we want. Yes. That's right. Yes. We want the abundant life that is found in Jesus yes. uh, to be everyone's reality. Uh, not the not the stealing, killing, and destroying mm-hmm. of the enemy. Mm-hmm. And right. so instead of proclaiming curses, we proclaim blessing yes. over Amen. one another. Amen. This is what it says here. Numbers chapter 7, we'll start at verse 22. This is very uh, interesting. The Lord said to Moses, so first of all, track this, God's speaking to Moses, mm-hmm. and this is what he says, verse 23, tell Aaron and his sons, this is how you are to bless the Israelites. Mm-hmm. So God wants Israel to be blessed. So he speaks to Moses to go and tell Aaron and Aaron's sons to be the ones that bless the people. So we are called of God to bless one another. And there's power when we bless one another and we release the blessings of the Lord over one another. Now, remember, Aaron and his sons are priests. And so are we. That's right. In our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we are a royal nation, a holy priesthood. That's That's 1 Peter 2. And then Revelation 1 says it too, that we are a kingdom of priests. That we are priests of God, and we have been given this authority and this call to bless. And there's power when we do. To bless one Another, And this is the blessing that they were given. Verse 24, it says this, The Lord bless you. And we just want to declare that. And we should, because Scripture says that we should. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn His face toward you 
and give you peace. So we have this blessing and we can proclaim it over one another and and what happens you say well, that's not that that's not going to happen just because i proclaim a blessing over tanner does that mean that the lord's going to bless him yes mm-hmm. we proclaim that the lord's going to bless him just because i proclaim a blessing over my wife does that mean the lord's going to bless her yes that's what it means the lord bless you turn his face towards you be gracious to you yes. uh, shine his face uh, upon you give you Peace. And yes. so then this is how it ends, verse 27. Uh, this is how chapter 6 ends. Uh, so they, Aaron and his sons, the priests, this is God speaking, they will put my name on the Israelites. Yeah, cool. Hallelujah. <laughs> and just mark them. Mark them as, uh, as people of God. Mark them with his name. And then God says this, and I will bless them. They'll have their name on them because you've declared it on them and I will bless them. So I'm saying that when we, like if I begin to declare over my children that they, my children, Elizabeth, Jude, and Lydia, that they are yours, Lord, that they are your children called by your name, that your name is upon them, then God's name is upon them and He will bless them. Them. Yes. You Amen. meditate on Come this. On. You pray about this. This is true. We need to be people who are declaring the plans and purposes of God yes. over others. Not the will of the enemy. The will of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Not the steal, kill, and destroy that the enemy wants, but the abundant eternal life that is found in Jesus Christ. Yes. We're going to declare it over people, over others over our relationships, over our close close ones, and our distant ones, over whomever the Holy Spirit brings mm-hmm. to your mind. Those who curse us. And, yeah, bless those uh, who curse you. Uh, Romans, uh, Jesus, and Romans 12, uh, 14. Bless those uh, who, who curse you. And, and Matthew uh, chapter 5, Jesus. So you got two there. Blessing uh, our enemies and blessing those uh, who curse us. Mm-hmm. We gotta bless yes. and not curse. That's right. Because we are saints, we are priests, yes. we are the people of God, and our blessing holds power. Yes. Our declaration Amen. is powerful. What Amen. will begin to happen in the family and in the church if we will proclaim and declare over one another the word of the Lord yes. and the promises of God? Hmm. And if we will begin to bless one mm-hmm. another. If our, yeah. if our homes become blessing places yeah. and our churches become blessing yes. places and our lives, our individual lives become a place mm-hmm. of blessing. Mm-hmm. There's power in that. That's right. Amen. Family. That's right. Let's be people who declare the word of the Lord over one yeah. another and who bless one another. Yes. We start out on this this life giving journey and, and then by the way, we release the blessing of the Lord on ourselves mm. as well. We start out on this life giving journey by by opening up our hearts to Jesus and making Him Lord and Savior. Uh, Without Him, there's no hope for our tongue. We'll never get Mm -hmm. any control over it. It's only in Christ that we will find uh, salvation and and peace. And it's our our prayer tonight for everyone watching uh, that you 
would be a child of God, uh, that you uh, would encounter the love of God, uh, that you would put your trust in Jesus, that he'd be your Savior and your Lord. If you'd like to do that tonight, if you'd like to trust Jesus as Savior and Lord, I just ask you to pray with me. I'm just going to lead us uh, in a simple prayer. And just from your heart, uh, pray. Just repeat after me. Say these, pray these prayers from your heart. And let's, uh, let's give our lives to Jesus tonight. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I ask you to forgive me. Jesus, I believe that you are Lord and that you are Savior. And I open my heart and I ask you to come into my life and be my Savior and be my Lord. Change me and transform me. Tame my tongue. I give you all of myself to be lived for your glory and for your honor. And Lord Jesus, as your people who are called by your name, as a kingdom of priests, we just ask that you would fill us fresh and new with the Holy Spirit, that our mouths, our tongues would be rivers of living water, that they would be a fountain of life, and that out of our mouths would come blessing, your word, your plans, your purposes, proclaimed over every one of our relationships. Let us individually be places of blessing, where we are blessing everyone that we know and all that you bring to our mind. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. And all God's people said, Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We're so very thankful uh, for you. I just declare over you tonight, Jeremiah 29, 11, that God's plans for you are to prosper you and to not harm you, to give you hope and a future. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you, be gracious to you, and give you peace. Be blessed tonight, I pray, in Jesus' mighty name. We're thankful that you joined with us. Come join with us on Sunday. 10.30. God bless.